welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we have a very special guest returning. We have Sean Quigley from the Hottest Girl in Class podcast. Hello, Sean. That's right. The one and only here again. (laughs) Hi, Sean. Welcome back. Thank you for having me, ladies. Always a pleasure. (laughs) And today we are talking about season seven, episode nine, Hungry Eyes. And Kelsey, will you please read us the one-sentence Degrassi wiki summary? Sure. Um, Okay. Auditions for sports drink models are being held at school, and Emma plans to protest. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Just end of summary. That's it. (laughs) Which is, like, absurd because it's a complete runaround of the actual story. Yeah. It's like everything she avoided. Yeah. I mean, it kind of works. No mention of the B-plot. Well, the B-plot is garbage. (laughs) That is for real. No, it's like extracurricular, like romantic payolas. I don't understand (laughs) it at all. (laughs) Uh, But this episode title is Hungry Eyes, which is based on the 1987 song by Eric Carmen, a.k.a. one of the songs from the Dirty Dancing soundtrack. I love this song because it just reminds me of Dirty Dancing, and I love Dirty Dancing. But it definitely fits with the episode because everyone has leering eyes on all of the purple dragon models, and I mean, I think it works. It does work. I just saw Dirty Dancing for the first time a few months ago. Really? Really? Right. Did you it like it? It's an amazing I'm... movie. <laughs> it's a really good movie. I when I was downloading the song earlier today. I was like, I need to watch this movie tonight. I haven't watched this in so long. <laughs> oh, it's like I agree. Um, alright. Are we ready to just dive into this? I mean, Fuck it. I am, yeah. Let's do it. So the episode starts out with Emma talking to Manny about how she hasn't heard anything from Sean lately. And then... I mean, isn't he in boot camp, though? Like, how he's... often is she supposed yeah. to be hearing from him? I don't know. He's off in army. Yeah, in army. Like, I think they still just communicate through notes. From everything I know about the armed services, it's still a very like note centric forms of communication. Are still like the way to go. That like written letters. <laughs> yeah, that's what I imagine. Well, we do find out later that they have been emailing, but I guess it's just very oh, sporadic. <laughs> I mean, how much free time does he have? Though? Probably not a lot. Yeah, he's so... training for army. <laughs> for army. For Canadian Army, which I'm not sure how hard that is compared to, like, (laughs) us, but he's definitely still getting up early. I don't know. He's for sure still running, like, many miles a day, I bet. (laughs) Lots of high knees, lots of tires, lots of running through tires. (laughs) And, like, climbing under that, like, like, fake barbed wire stuff, you know? I like the big barricade they have to go over. That's my favorite part of the (laughs) What about, like, the the rope swing over the mud pit? Do they do that, Oh, that's good. I think this is just, like, parts from the training montage in Cadet Kelly that I'm thinking of. (laughs) Exactly. It's for sure that. And Private Benjamin. And Private Benjamin. But... And then they get to school and they see that this purple dragon energy drink is sponsoring a badminton tournament, which first of all... Badminton, as they say. Who sponsors badminton tournaments? Or who has badminton as like a school sport? That doesn't make any sense to me. I've never heard... Like badminton is something you play in gym when you're like excited to go to gym because you don't actually have to do anything. Because you're playing badminton. (laughs) Yeah, never, I, I, like a... sorry. Oh, oh no, I was just gonna say it was like the only thing in gym that I actually liked. Like if we were playing badminton, I usually stayed in gym class. <laughs> and that would be it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else I was like, nah, I'm cool. Oh, right. I don't know if I mentioned this, but okay. So just quick update. Um, I've been going through all of my high school things because my mom was moving and I found out I did have a winter dance. I just <laughs> didn't know. Oh yeah, she. Yeah, Were you, you texted there me a picture. Of no, your I, I looked. I was looking through my yearbook, and I was like, "Oh, there is a winter dance." Okay, <laughs> it was so not like people that I knew were in the photos. I was like, "I don't think I went to this." <laughs> like it was so just not on my radar that I forgot that it happened, and I still have literally no memory of like any sort of ramp up. There were no posters that I noticed. I just. Apparently, a winter dance happened. So I don't believe people ever asked each other to dances. I don't think that even ever happened. 
oh no my school did like the big like promposal thing but like for every dance like people would do scavenger hunts and like like grand gestures the guy who asked me to prom my senior year took me to Coldstone and had prearranged to have prom with the question mark written in my ice cream cup and when I finished eating my ice cream it said prom question mark and then the girl behind the counter brought out a bouquet of roses I'm not making this like this and that was like a tame promposal (laughs) you're describing my nightmare that's nuts oh I can never in a million years do that no my friend's boyfriend I don't want took my her on a I... boat and like oh put up signs and was that like spelled out prom. Yeah. I don't want my real proposal to be that elaborate. <laughs> you loved it though. I think deep down you were pretty excited about it. I mean, I was excited about it, but and it was good because the cold zone was like empty, so nobody was around to see it happen because we went at a weird oh, time. But it was right. weird because after it happened, we were just still there, and then someone we knew came into the cold zone, and he was like, "Oh, hey guys! Oh my god, did you just get asked to prom?" And then he sat down and hung out with us. I was like, "Please leave! Why are you here?" <laughs> oh my oh god. god! But yeah. I don't even know how we got here. Badminton. Uh, like, Badminton. What? I don't know. Who gives a shit about badminton? Nobody has a school sport of badminton. No. And in America, heavily least. pronouncing that N. Badminton. Oh, it sounds like it's a prestigious college. Like, oh, you did great in badminton last year. <laughs> it's so fucking bizarre. And no huge extreme sports drink energy drink sponsor cares about badminton. No. Never, like, no, they want to go for like motocross or something, it, which is not a school sport, but yeah. <laughs> like purple dragon, very veily thinned Red Bull <laughs> reference. Like, exactly. I know how those people operate. Yeah. They go for the skateboarders, they go for the motocross people. They're not concerning themselves with the badminton folk, badminton yeah, folk, like quad racing. I don't know. Yeah. Motors, that's like motorsports, <laughs> various yeah, like, motorsports. I feel like, like purple dragon would show up for. <laughs> I don't know. Like I mean, purple purple dragon is like the like off brand Red Bull, so maybe they are only showing up for like badminton, it's like rock star. chess club. Um, yeah, no, they get all the golf tournaments. Exactly. Actually, the guy who asked me to prom my junior year was on the golf team. I don't. I, I don't know if my school had a golf team. I feel like maybe we did because we had a golf course. My school had a golf team, but there was only two people on it. And it happened to be two of my friends. (laughs) And I didn't know our school had a golf team until like years after we were in high school. My buddy's like, oh, yeah, you didn't know me and Maria when we were the entire golf team. (laughs) They never mentioned it. They never had a match. They never like went to practice. They were just allegedly on a team the entire time. Interesting. (laughs) A two-person co-ed golf team. (laughs) I love it. I mean, I guess just purely for college applications, sure. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Get an extra picture in the yearbook. Um, (laughs) But Liberty hates that Purple Dragon is there sponsoring their badminton tournament. And she wants to protest it. And she's like, Emma, you're like, like, I feel like you would want to do this, right? And I was like, yeah, I'm in. She's like, of course you are. (laughs) I don't think she even suggested it to Emma. I think she just told Emma the time. And Emma was like, I'm in. And then she said, of course you are. Just stormed off. And then Emma's like, am I really that predictable? It's like, yeah, Yeah. Emma, you're the protest girl. Duh. Yeah, cause girl. That's it. I was going to say, what is it that Alex calls her? Cause girl. And then like, Damien is like, Emma, you should be a model for Purple Dragon. And Manny's like, oh, I'm all about that. And then... And we're like, yeah, of course you are, Manny. And then they're like, Emma, you would never want to do this, right? And they, like, accidentally use reverse psychology on Emma so much throughout the first half of this episode that she's like, I want to be a Purple Dragon model. Um, and Damien has so clearly just drank in the, like, purple Kool-Aid. <laughs> like sponsored he has the sweatshirt he has like a beanie on like all purple dragon gear he's all about it and he's like emma you should do this what i I mean maybe it's just like this wasn't the type of person that i knew in high school but like what teenager is this like excited about school funding (laughs) (laughs) 
That's my question. Leadership kids. He's just like, he's like, but there's so much money going into the school sports teams. Like, that was never a thing that would have been on my radar in high school. Oh, and everything he sa- says has, like, this political undertone to it. Like, I just never met this kid in my life. It's, it's super, it's weird, right? Like, it's super weird. And he's, like, just very focused on, like, funding. And then Liberty goes back with, well, what about, like, funding for, like, academics? And I'm like, what is, who are you? <laughs> And also, we've left out the arts entirely. So if we're going to, like, bitch about what's being left out of funding, like, academics and athletics are, like, not what's being cut. Never worry. Never. It was was too heavy of a conversation for early in the morning. Clearly, they're on the way to school. And, like, they're talking about school funding and, like, where money should be allocated and the politics and, like, you know, exploiting the student body. It's like, dude, this is all before, like, 8 (laughs) a.m. I wouldn't be able to fucking deal with that. No, nobody cares about that, especially. I think I was still school. drunk at 8 a.m. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was for sure asleep, and I woke up to a text message from you at 8 a.m. asking me if I wanted to get brunch. <laughs> and also a follow up text I think I'm still drunk. <laughs> I was not awake. <laughs> um, anyway, then I think the theme song plays, and then. Emma, like, comes into the media merging room to an email from Sean, who's thanking her for, like, tofurkey and stuff. And And by Warbucks. And asking, like, why she didn't send, like, a hemp something or other as a joke. And she's like, am I really that predictable? Like, again. Which is like, duh. And and Mandy's like, yeah, but not in a bad way. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. And... And then we get. Oh, wait. And Manny is like, so I think Damien's really into you, which is like, this is like not a thing I care about at all. I don't care about this Damien Emma situation. Yeah. I I don't give a shit. But Manny's like, Damien's super into you. And Emma's like, didn't you date him 45 minutes ago? What's happening here? Well, no, she's like, oh, like, is that a problem? Emma's like, please, we dated for four minutes. (laughs) Which is like very refreshing. It's why Manny's one of my favorites. Because I'm like, she doesn't take like the little things like too seriously. Yeah. She's, like, the most mature high school, fake high school student ever. <laughs> She's a role model for oh, yeah, all. She would be a very big deal to me if I was in Manny's shoes. I would not let it fly, so I got to give it to her. It's <laughs> um, very cool. And then we go to the B-plot, and do we want to do fashion, please? Yes. Because my next note is Mia's crazy <laughs> printed zip-up sweatshirt, which she has in two colors. Yeah. She has it in purple, and she has it in pink at the end. I like both of them for some reason. I don't it know why. L.L. Bean kids catalog. Yeah. <laughs> which, I mean, <laughs> she shops for her kid a lot, so that, that tracks. True. Um, it's also, like, kind of, like, almost Delia's E. Um, yeah. She also has, I don't, I like, I hesitate to call them the Kardashian braids because the Kardashians are like culturally like appropriating them, they but they're cute. like the like boxer <laughs> braids that are like at the top of your head, you know? So she has yeah, that. Yeah, which I'm a big supporter of. I think they're cool. <laughs> Emma's wearing a mom sweater in the first part of the episode. Um, Manny's wearing well, these really cute boots. Well, they need to sex her up later. <laughs> yeah, well. So, so they just... kept her very demure for the first half yeah. of the episode. <laughs> and Manny's wearing some really cute uh, boots. They're like ankle boots. I don't know. I like them. Um, the purple dragon purple tube dresses are oh. very prominent throughout the episode. And they're not good. They're very short. <laughs> they're extremely short. I feel like they're like, they look almost like... They look like um, they, they look almost like, like a swim cover up. Yes, that's what I was thinking. I was like, they look kind of like that. Like, it's not really like I can't figure out what the material is. It's like definitely like a spandex, but like a spandex. You know how like, well, maybe it's like limited to or something. But someone or maybe Old Navy. I can't remember. Somebody used to make these like terry cloth yeah. ones that were just like that that look like really cheap and that's like what those look like yeah except like they less look textured like some, they look like a terry cloth swim cover-up that you like put over your bathing suit after the pool and, the, and it kind of dries you off a little bit. yes and the bow at the top is really throwing me off yeah, i don't understand the tie over the boobs what's happening i don't know i, don't I feel like it, yeah it kind of has like a um shower curtain wrapped around a young yeah. lady look to it. <laughs> yeah. A very form-fitting shower curtain is the vibe I got. Like, yeah. so they just not have the money for a better dress. I think the point is, like, they're supposed to not really be wearing anything. So they're like, this, I guess. 
mean, all right. Also, after the school has been sponsored by Purple Dragon, like, all of their uniforms are, like, decked out with Purple Dragon shit, and they're wearing, like, purple sweatshirts. I'm like, that's not even your school colors, guys. Come on. <laughs> the entire school got sponsored by Purple Dragon, and they, like, had de facto uniforms now just because everybody got free shit from this company, I yeah. think. That's that's actually really all the fashion notes that I have. I didn't have a lot. Um, because there's two outfits. Everyone's either wearing the purple dress or they're in their like the purple dragon gear. The purple, yeah, or the purple dragon sweatshirt or the purple <laughs> dragon dress. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. No, that's all I have. Um. All right, but the B plot is so there's this badminton co- uh competition tournament whatever the fuck and sav his doubles partner dropped out on him and he wants mia to be his partner because she was really good at it at lakehurst and that's kind of just what happens there (laughs) and like mia misunderstands but also i don't know it's it's a whole thing mia's all starry-eyed because she still loves sav because he is really cute he's so pretty i get it i get it Sav's like kind of randomly says like i've never done this before or no, this is that's when he was later. talking about how he wore a Lance, a Lance Armstrong Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah, that's later. That's later. Which is, which is a far better costume given today's circumstances than it was back then. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Um, and then, but real quick, Liberty's having her, like, boycott Purple Dragon meeting. And Emma then is, like, she's like, all oh, these modeling things are stupid. And then Emma's like, if you want to change the face of Purple Dragon... Be the face of Purple Dragon. We need to infiltrate their system. Which, like, Emma... That's right. Destroy just... it from the inside, girl. <laughs> I just... Oh, Emma. Like, I feel like this is just, like, her making an excuse. So she can try out to be the model. Yeah. Like, oh, 150%. Yeah. Like, at the end, she gets badass and cool again. But, like, she kind of drinks the to purple yourself, Kool-Aid dude. at first and she like, wants to be the model. <laughs> yeah. She super does. Also, so this entire plot line, this like purple dragon like coming in and taking over a school and like changing all the uniforms was a was the plot of like an entire episode of Daria one time. Oh, I think I remember that. It's a very good episode. Yeah. They did it better than this. Well, it's not hard to do it better than this. <laughs> it was like it was like the cheerleaders' uniforms changed so that they were just like walking um energy drink cans and they like they would try to do like the pyramid and they'd all like tip over and like roll down the football field it's the best show on television oh it's not gosh. on television anymore uh, but then we're with sav and mia again at like lunch i guess and they're practicing i'm like what the f- god badminton go fuck yourself oh yeah they're practicing badminton outside and then they like walk over and I don't even remember how this comes up, but Sav talked. Oh, yeah. Mia's like, oh, you've changed, Sav, like from two years ago when you wore bike shorts to the school dance. And he's like, it was a Halloween dance and I was Lance Armstrong. Yeah. I was like, oh, 2007 or eight or whenever this show came out. And then Mia goes in to kiss him and he like super dodges it. And it's awkward. And he's yeah, like, I just, just... I just wrote yikes. And then he's like, I've just, I've never done it before and she's like i mean it doesn't matter if you're a virgin he's like no i haven't even ever kissed a girl before i keep forgetting how young they're supposed to be and then like he comes out with that they're supposed to be sophomores yeah like sav is supposed to be like i think sav is supposed to be younger than mia i don't even remember i know i just know he's a grade 10 um yeah so i think that would be around 15 15 16 yeah like 15 Yeah. yeah and then Mia's like, well, you can teach me how to play badminton, and I can teach you how to kiss. I'm like, this is making me uncomfortable. I hate it so much. I was like, oh, no, this is not a good arrangement. And also, like, yeah, I just, it's it's not a good idea, especially if one person had feelings for the other person. Yeah, and I definitely, I remembered, like, I remembered what happened at the end with them, too. I'm like, oh, no, Sav, this is not a good move for you. No. You're being mean. And does um, anything sound worse than, like, kissing lessons from <laughs> Nina Dobrev? <laughs> I mean... Possibly. I mean, I, okay, on the surface, it sounds great. But, <laughs> like, but like, kissing lessons in general sounds like a nightmare. It just sounds so awkward. Have you ever, like, have... If you're already insecure about your kissing abilities, True. putting pressure and, like, lessons on it isn't yeah. going to make it better or natural or anything. But, like, also, yeah. like... 
do you remember being 15? Like, is like I thought about it. I was like, there's really like nothing more boring than just like making out with a person for two hours. Why did we do that? It's <laughs> 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 my nightmare. <laughs> like, that's You're scared so of what came after that. <laughs> like, that's terrible. Why? Oh my gosh. So kissing lessons it's, is like just a bad idea all around, objectively. No, what it does is it takes everything that's awkward about like high school romantic hijinks and mixes it with everything that's stressful about a fucking high school class. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Nothing good can come out of this. Uh, and like one of your teachers like, no, you're this is bad. You're bad at this. But like, yeah. no, that's terrible for your self-esteem. Yeah, no, this will be a man who will have trouble performing for the rest of his life if he starts <laughs> off this way. Or, I mean, granted, it's my, like, like taking part in this sounds like a nightmare, but also, it's not the worst idea. Like, it's probably a bad idea to, like, go, go through it, but, like, I've, I've kissed an adult man who, like, did not know what he was doing, oh. and that's a real bummer, and I'm yeah. like, somebody should have taught you, because you're 27. And you're sucking my face off and you are <laughs> like you have like a weird pointy javelin tongue oh, no. and your mouth is so big and you need help and i i will not be yeah, the one to teach you i do you. feel bad for the men who like just don't know how to kiss when they're in their late 20s like who who did this to you who let you well, get away with this at- for so long well maybe he's good at badminton and you guys can work out an arrangement <laughs> I don't want to stick around for that. Teach me how to play badminton. I'll, I'll teach you how to kiss like an adult man and not like a fucking suction cup. Oh my kiss god! Kiss like a, for the trade of playing a sport that's like best left to fourteen-year-olds. trade. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, then. Um, we're at the Purple Dragon Girl auditions, I guess, and they're like, all these girls are lined up, and Liberty walks in and looks amazing. She's super hot. Yeah. And then we find out that Lily from Radio Free Roscoe is like Miss Purple Dragon, what's her name, Natasha? Natasha. Of course her name's Natasha. (laughs) That's what I said. Um, if James Bond movies have taught me anything, is that Natasha's are nothing but fucking trouble, and that <laughs> rings true throughout this. True. Um, and so Manny gets cut because she doesn't meet the height minimum of like five seven or something like which that. Which is, you know, you know, if you're gonna be a like knockoff sports drink model, you need to fit in with runway requirements. <laughs> now, this is what threw me off. I had a friend. I knew a girl growing up who was a Red Bull model. Like, she did the Red Bull thing where she'd drive around in the, like, little Red Bull mini coupe <laughs> and, like, give people free Red Bull. And they had an opposite height requirement. They only wanted shorter girls. So it was, like, a 5'4 maximum or something. Weird. Because she's, like, one of the shortest people I've ever known in my life. <laughs> but yeah, and she said it was the greatest job ever. She just literally drove around, like, oh, there's a park over there. Oh, there's a skate park. Oh, there's some kids DMXing. And just give them free fucking Red Bull. <laughs> Oh my god. It's a great job. I think she it does sound like a really pretty well job. for it. It sounds like an awesome job actually. Yeah. She's I don't know. Still hijacks now and just had a baby. Oh, good for her. <laughs> I guess. Um, but so yeah, Manny maybe Manny should inquire with Red Bull and not this knockoff purple dragon. Yeah, she would fit in there. She actually they have kind of the same look. So <laughs> And then uh and then Lily, what's her name? Natasha. I keep calling her Lily because of Radio Free Roscoe. Um, <laughs> she's then, more likable as Lily. And then but, she cuts yeah. Liberty because she's too smart. But then she likes Emma because she's just smart enough and sassy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, as an advertising major, she knows what she's talking That's about. I, I wrote that. I was That's like, true. as an advertising major. Okay. Very impressive credentials. <laughs> right. And then Emma walks out of the gym and Snake sees her and is like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> like, are you okay? He's very concerned, being a concerned parent. He's like, all right, just be sure you know that, like, you're comfortable doing this. And he is not, probably not very cool. Poor Snake is written in my notes at least three times. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's, this is... This is like tough times to be a parent for Emma. Well, especially oh, because he's a stepdad. It's a very awkward times for him. It's not great. 
And also, <laughs> like, she just went through an eating disorder, like, what, six months ago? A year ago, maybe? This probably isn't yeah. the best environment to drop her into either oh also she like yeah, spouts... people just came up with bulimia modeling not the best scene there no. i said it you know? terrible move also like she spouts one of the like slogans at him but she like does like bedroomize and it's very like yes. i'm like ew please don't flirt with your no. stepdad stop yeah. it no. i don't like she it says, she's, she says the goal is to be approachable yet unattainable right which i think will be my new like instagram bio <laughs> 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 My new Tinder bio. I was going to say, I'll make it my new new Tinder bio. Nobody's going to get it. No, mine is going to be unapproachable, super attainable. (laughs) Really mean. But once you get there, it's fine. (laughs) But once you get there, it's a snap. And then we're, like, at some purple dragon rally where they, like, introduce all the new models. And then we go into trying to make Badminton look hardcore. <laughs> I want to know where Degrassi's been hiding these Amazonian goddesses that are all like five foot nine. All of the purple dragon models. <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought that they were just models from other schools and yeah. Emma is the oh, new. Oh, there's like one school? Yeah. yeah. Because like, like the it's... Tri-Wizard Cup kind of? <laughs> yes, well, exactly. Well, it's like a tournament at the school. Like, I think there are lots of different schools there and maybe all of the models yeah. from all the different schools. I don't know. I don't understand this tournament in the first place. But then <laughs> Liberty, like, walks by and calls Emma a sellout. And then Danny and Derek come over and I'm like, ew, Emma, don't encourage them. Because she's, like, flirting with them. I'm like, no, I don't like this. This is gross. Yeah. At first, I thought Derek and Danny reminded me of, like, every kid who went to a strip club for the first time, the way he was talking. But then I thought about it more, and it's more like every guy Kelsey seems to talk to on the internet. <laughs> I I sent Sean all of my, like, worst um, online dating issues. Did you send him the guy who called you Milady? Oh, no, I didn't send you that. I, I think I did tweet about it. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Like, no. I feel feel for you so hard all week long. It's just, like, truly the worst of the worst. Every man that has a man bun is all about this, and I don't know why. I'm sorry. It's just the most hair. And I'm like, why? Why? Why Why is this happening? And they're all terrible. I mean, everybody's terrible. You live in Brooklyn. You're going to have to expect a high man bone ratio. <laughs> I know. I just... Uh, well, now Sean is trying to push. What is it? Let go on me? <laughs> yeah, if you go on let go, you just meet people. You're there to sell them, like, you know, a fucking, like, fish tank or something. There's no pressure. And I think it's a nice place for her to meet a young man. <laughs> this has been... What's been happening this week? Just be like, I'll offer you $20 for your, like, tool set. Show up and see what happens. (laughs) It's a no-pressure way to meet people around the area. Oh, my God. I got this text. I can't remember if it was a text or a Snapchat message from Sean, like, Monday, being like, you have to get on Let Go. (laughs) Let Go is where it's at, apparently. You'll meet dudes that way. Like, I'm all right, thanks. I see the people that live in my neighborhood. I don't need to meet them. (laughs) And they're probably all selling like Virgin Mary statue effects anyway. But but it would it's be a true so fact. Convenient. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Oh. Anyway, where were we? I. Uh, Danny and Derek said something. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And then oh, and then Emma goes up to Damien and he's like, "Well, I told you about this, so I think you need- owe me a thank you." And then she like pulls him into her and kisses his face. And I just wrote, "Damn, Emma getting bold." And then also yeah. like okay, I have several things about this. <laughs> what about Sean? Yeah, what just the fuck. That's fine. What about Sean? And like Lil- Natasha gives her this look, but I'm like, why? Why is she not fired? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As an advertising major, you would think <laughs> that she'd squash that right away. That there's yeah. a line not to be crossed. Well, she does find her later when Manny is like, um, what do you? doing what about sean and then natasha like pokes her head out and is like um please don't kiss the people remember approachable but unattainable but then she's like but kissing on the cheek is fine which like i, don't I mean think that's m- fine. maybe don't touch at all 
no yeah no yeah. touching please um i feel like that's a good rule um and then man like, who drinks who's like looking for a free energy drink you probably should stay away from it anyway that's so all hopped up on taurine you don't want to mess with that <laughs> chlorine um yeah and then manny is like what are you doing and emma's just like i'm redefining myself I'm like why are we doing it like this and then we are in the Zen Garden with Mia oh, and Sav. Oh, kissing God. lessons in the Zen and Garden. Kissing, I, yeah, I just wrote down kissing lessons in the Zen Garden. Everything and, happens in the Zen Garden, you guys. Oh, my God. And then... The kissing lessons are so awkward. Can we please go through them? Because... So oh, then yeah. Mia's like, all right, thanks. Like, we're doing great at badminton. Now it's your turn to learn some things, I guess. I don't know. And then she's like, oh, so I'm really cold. And then Sav's like, well, let's go somewhere warmer. Which, like, he's just he's just a sweet little baby. He doesn't. He's a boy. He's, he's a baby. And she's it's- like, no, when a girl says that, it means she wants you to warm her up. I was like, Barf. I was so uncomfortable. Now, she suggested that means you want that the girl wants you to hug her. And if every time a girl has told me that she was cold and I hugged her afterwards, <laughs> I'd be in jail for fraucherism. You really would. I mean, it means Girls like... are usually cold. I was thinking that means give her your sweatshirt. Exactly. Like, that's a good move. Like, not go straight for, like, the hug yeah. to warm you up. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just... <laughs> that's a little aggressive. And, and in my experience, if a man ever asks for a hug or, like, offers, it's usually uh, creepy. Like, it's never good. Like, I've never been at a bar and had a man say, can you give me a hug and be, it be fine? Like, it's always... How many people have said that to you? Recently, too. <laughs> oh, no. I'll go on record saying any guy who, like, asks for a hug Should or offers a hug hugged. is a virgin. It's just that <laughs> simple. <laughs> Like, just the worst. Please just hold me. I just want to be touched by a woman. (laughs) Like, that's upsetting. They've been, no, they've been the hug kid since middle school. I guarantee it. And they're just always there for the hugs, but can never make it. My God. And those kids are always the worst kids. They're always (laughs) just the worst. It's just. It's just the guy who wants to touch boobs, but will never be able to touch boobs otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not great. No, it, it truly like it happened to me recently at a bar in my hometown. It's like, oh, everything's terrible. Uh, well, OK. That oh, yeah. Well, no, there's nowhere. <laughs> Thanks. Homestead. Yeah. Hometown is just made for awkward hugs. That's what happens. That's why like, I try to avoid going out in the hometown. Like, uh, it's just the most people who want to hug. Uh, and what a mistake. But she's like, that means warm her up. And then she like, like slides into his arm and then they do like an over the shoulder kiss thing and which is so manny's dancing move oh, so totally. like i don't know she's <laughs> stealing her tricks and then holly J like spies them in the zen garden and gives them a look and that's the end of that scene um but then we are with emma at like the purple dragon table and gross moose comes over Ugh. and starts like <laughs> leering at her and saying he wants to like see what's under her dress and like tries to touch her and she's like get the fuck off me and throws a drink at him and i was like yes thank you that is an appropriate response yeah to being (laughs) touched by a straight like by like a person that you don't want touching you yeah no throw something at them yeah and then yeah yeah. but that's what almost gets her fired yeah and then natasha's like um let's not do that and i was like no let's always do that please and she offers the moose a free t-shirt, which you can never underestimate how far a free t-shirt can go. Especially with a guy There's like a moose. Free I'm t-shirt. sure that actually just solved the problem, no problem. No, yeah. the, the free t- t-shirt has smoothed out a lot of problems for me in the past. Always good to carry around extra t-shirts just in case. You have a t-shirt gun too? Yeah. Oh yeah, I keep it in my t- <laughs> For those far away confrontations that, you know. Can't be reached, but needs to be handled. I mean, they happen more often than you think. (laughs) Um, But then we have a weird conversation with Mia and Holly J in the bathroom. Don't really care about it. I'm just and Mia's like confiding in Holly J, which feels like a weird move. 
Yeah, Mia's like, so he was just shy, I guess. Like, I know he rejected me before, but he was just shy and we're good now. And, and Holly that's, J's like, okay, sure, because Holly J knows what's up. <laughs> and, I mean, and that's when we kind of learn, like, oh, Mia doesn't know what is happening. No. No. Poor Mia. Um, but then Did we you are- guys know, like, did, like I, I hadn't seen this episode in a long time, so I forgot, but I couldn't remember if, like, I, I couldn't figure out if... Mia had it wrong or if Sav had it wrong? No, I remembered because I I remembered that Sav liked Anya and I I I remembered this plot line. I don't know how I did, but I did. And I was like, ugh, I don't like it. I remembered when Holly J said to her, like, you may be the first person he kissed today, but you won't be the last. I was right. like, Oh yeah, Anya said. I forgot this is the beginning <laughs> of like yeah. Savanya. Savanya. Oh, Savanya. Um and then we're Sounds in- like a th- fancy candle like the locker room (laughs) with natasha and emma and natasha saying gross things like your body can be the perfect sales tool sex sells blah blah and And then then emma goes to drink the thing and she's like don't drink that there's like two thousand calories in a can and then jesus christ which is like that's like you might as well be drinking like the biggest milkshake like two thousand calories is a lot of calories yeah. I believe she actually said two zillion calories. Okay. Oh, she was using high And it's a one-way ticket to obese city. Like, hyphen city. Yep. It was very clever. <laughs> and then Emma's like, oh, so like we sell this, but we're not allowed to drink it. And then Natasha starts getting real like body shaming. Oh, yeah. Like, um, you were actually the biggest model that we hired. So you really need to watch it, which I'm like, oh, no, this cannot be good for Emma's like latent anorexia no like, hello she says you wear the largest size we make which like yikes also and it's spandex yeah. there shouldn't be sizes really <laughs> yeah they're kind of a one fits all kind of thing yeah um and then we is this when we see emma looking at herself in a mirror and she's like oh like pinching her thighs and i'm like she's a stick there's nothing wrong with her yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean that's and not how that's that's how body dysmorphia works. I know. I know. Um <laughs> and there's a voice over a snake saying we made like vegetarian burritos or something, but it doesn't sound like snake. You can tell it's supposed to be, but it just sounds like a like one of the producers had to voice it in. <laughs> we made tacos, Emma. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Um but then and I, but like the mention of her mom like making the like burritos or whatever like seems to like snap her out of her whole like spiral mm-hmm. which is yeah, nice. Yeah. That's good. And then the next day we're at the badminton tournament and Mia and Sav win and Hooray. then Mia kisses him on the court which is and he's no. not cool with it. And he's which like why did you do second. that? <laughs> She's the like, second event of, like, unsolicited PDA in this episode <laughs> thus far. She's very, like, forward. Very forward. Like, she's yeah. very, like, open for, like, kissing a person just, like, out in public. Yeah. A person that she doesn't know that well, hasn't been dating that long, might not actually be dating at all. She's well, just, this like, was just his in. last test in kissing lessons. Like, this is it. If you can handle the, like, massively public makeup, <laughs> you're ready. You're ready for you're the ready big leagues You're ready to graduate now. kissing lessons. Yeah, this is his test. Um, and then he's like, oh, no, that wasn't cool. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, it's okay. And he's like, actually, I don't, like, no, I think she's like, I thought you liked me. And he's like, I do, but not like that. I was doing the lessons because I like someone else. Which is so shitty. It's so shitty. <laughs> I mean, like... It is, but she there is a little bit of, like, good for you, Sav. These are two very good-looking ladies. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, for you both dog. of them, like, she didn't make it... See, the thing with, like, any sort of, like, weird arrangement is, like, you have to make all... Like, first of all, you shouldn't do anything like that in high school anyway, because nobody understands no. their feelings or brains. No. But, like, you have to yeah. set clear boundaries and be like, I am doing this for these reasons. It is because I like you, or I don't want to date you. This is just a different... Th- it, like, you need to have a conversation. Yeah, but high school. But high school, so it doesn't work <laughs> yeah. in high school. Yeah. And he's like, Sorry, I thought you were just helping yeah. me out. <laughs> Which is like, oh, gosh. Like, like slight pass for being a dumb teenage boy and not realizing she likes you, but also like yeah, no that pass. was most 
Yeah. Like, I feel like it was mostly him just being a dumb teenage boy. And not getting it, but also, like, yeah. come on, dude. <laughs> you know she likes <laughs> you. She's tried to kiss you before. You um, never underestimate how dumb teenage boys can really be. That is very true. Um, and then, after the tournament, Emma, like, goes up on stage to for the purple dragon thing, and she's, like, decides she needs to make a statement, and she's, like, written purple dragon with an x cross out through it on her dress and in the wrong markers because they match to you couldn't really see because they were dark and it's a dark <laughs> purple and i was just like listen i've drawn a lot of political statements on t-shirts in my youth <laughs> so with markers I'm, I'm an expert in this field you don't do like black and red on purple nobody's gonna get your point get like a silver sharpie emma come on yeah exactly white out pen yeah yeah <laughs> And then <laughs> even just like if you want to like go all out, get some white paint. Yeah. Yeah. And then she is like, purple dragon is exploitative, like blah, blah, blah. And then she takes off her dress and flashes the whole gym and everyone's like, oh, my God. And I, I remembered the episode and I kind of remembered like what happened, but I didn't remember any of the like logistics of how it got there. And it was more badass than I expected. It was yeah. good because it was like she was fighting with Natasha and she was like basically like she was speaking her truth. And Natasha was like, you can't wear the dress and keep using and like keep talking or whatever. And she's like, well, I'm not going to stop talking. And she takes off the dress. And I was like, OK, it's kind of a badass moment. Like, I get it. It's yeah. not like like nudity just for like the sake of being naked. Like it is a it is a statement. Yeah. And I'm into it. But poor, poor <laughs> Very snake. inspired by the PETA movement of, like... Yeah. Yes. Like, sex sells revolution. But poor Snake is yeah. in the audience. He's oh, like, snake. no, I don't want to see this. And Manny is like, oh, my God, what's happening? Manny's just having flashbacks to her flashing video and, like, goes up and gets a poster and, like, wraps it around Emma. And she's like, I don't want you to go through what I went through. Um, nope. And it's, like, a whole... It was a very interesting scene. A lot Manny's was happening. A good when I first saw this, I remember them just showing Emma's back. Now, when I rewatched it, it was full Emma butt. Yeah, yeah. She was like, wearing a thong. I, like, she was wearing I, a thong. Like when I saw, yeah, like when I saw it on Nickelodeon, I guess like Teen Nick, it was like they cut out her back, but that was just like that was like total tush right there. And yeah, yeah. obviously have it as notes. Nice ass Emma. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. On. Girl does squats. You can yeah. tell. I know. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't think they originally showed her butt in the American version because no way they right? would never There's have no done that. Yeah, because I don't really remember that no. either. And they messed up filming this because Manny. They show like the shot of everybody reacting, and then they zoom into Manny reacting, and it's the exact same like body movements and reaction. So it's just the. Like, she does the exact same thing twice, and it's, if you look, it's so awkward. Like, she, like, moves around and freaks out, then they close, show her clothes moving around and freaking out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Take, take a look next time. Yeah, we'll have to rewind that. Yeah, like, it's really jarring. Um, but then we finish off the B-plot. and In the sweetest way. And then, like, Mia walks to her locker, and Holly J is like, um, I tried to warn you, kind of. And then we, like, see Sav and Anya, like, looking at Anya's sticker book. Because they're children. <laughs> and, yeah, and then Mia's like, they look so young. And and Holly J is like, he actually likes her sticker book. I don't know. I yeah. don't get it either. And then I Holly... believe Anya's sticker book is a running joke throughout the rest of the show. Is I think, like, really? her sticker book pops up, like, every few episodes. I love oh, it. And then And they do look sweet together. And then Holly J is like... You and I, we need men, not boys, which I'm like, fair. That's true. <laughs> but I mean, maybe not men, though, because yeah, they are like they are 16. Still, yeah, yeah. Men as in like a senior. Seniors, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then uh, we see on the morning announcements, Natasha is still like, we're still partnering with Degrassi even after what happened. And I'm like, good for you, Natasha. <laughs> and then uh, Snake is talking to Emma and he's like, so Miss H decided not to suspend you because she actually thought what you did was very brave and cool. And I was like, yeah, Miss H. I love Miss awesome. H so much. She, he, she just got two days of detention for violating the dress code, <laughs> which I thought was funny. It's amazing. I love it. Um, I love Miss H so much. And I was like, yeah. 
And then she, we end it with her saying that she's going to like email Sean and tell him that she's not the same girl that he left behind. I'm like, what is she going to write in this email? And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, by the way, it got taken in front of everybody in school, but it was for a statement piece. Like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, does that mean they're breaking up over email? I don't understand what's yeah. going on. Because she was also like making eyes at Damien while she was saying this. Yeah, it was super weird. I don't get it. It was a weird ending, but cool. Yeah. And I find Damien to just be kind of uninteresting throughout the yeah. majority of the show. He really cares about yeah. school funding, and that's just not a character that I can like identify with. It's just not the drama I'm looking for. You no. know? Although I'm pretty sure he gets really dramatic later, because I think he's involved in a love triangle coming up. That's there's a liberty there's a thing with him and liberty yeah. later, right? I think so. I have okay. no memory of this. Um, but he yeah he cares about school funding. He cares about like school spirit and. <laughs> Like, yeah, he's just kind of a boring guy. But whatever. Emma thinks he's exciting. I know. I yeah, well, you know what? Emma's, Emma could use a break from all the bad boys, you know? That's true. She has, yeah, Jay, Sean. She's She needs a little bit of a break. Peter. Pete. Peter. I don't know. Well, he was bad in a different way. He was just bad. He was and, um, just a terrible a person. Bad human. Um, Even what's name was like a DJ at a club. That's like, that Chris. counts as a bad kid. That's yeah. bad for Emma. That's like bad boy That's for Emma. That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we do have a YouTube comment to read real quick. Uh, Kelsey, would you like to read it? Oh, yeah. Uh, so this is one from Ruizens, who actually, I think we've read their comments we've before. We've read a lot of their comments. Um, from five months ago. It says, I'm weak. Mr. Simpson tried to cover Derek's eyes when Emma was naked. <laughs> it was good. It was great. And he did. He tried Which to cover is, Derek and yeah. Danny's eyes at the same time. So he's like kind of like moving his hands around, but also closing his eyes. It was a moment. It's like, oh, I can't handle Which it. But the you right can't see the eyes to cover. Yeah. Like, For yeah. sure. Those are the right eyes to cover. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. their head, they're going to say that they saw it later anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Um, all right, Spirit Squad captain of the episode. I think I'm going to go with Emma taking a stand against the man. I think so, too. Speaking I think truth. I think so, too. You could, you could go Manny as runner-up, but you could always go Manny as runner-up. That's true. I'm, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I, I think I'm just so going to – I don't know why I'm so stuck on this. I think I'm just going to go with Manny. No, I'm going to go with okay. Miss H. I'm going that's, with Miss H. That's good. That's good. That's good. Didn't even wasn't the even in the episode. Sure, wasn't even in it, but just yeah. for mention and the way that she handled that situation, yeah, Ms. H. Totally. The way that she's pulling the strings behind the scenes, you know. <laughs> I gotta get truly. There you go. A um, good leader is like uh, their influence is felt, but they're not necessarily seen. Go I Ms. mean, H. if we have any questions about whether or not we need a female president, I think that we should just look at the. Degrassi under Radich versus Degrassi under Hatsalakos, and I think yeah. we have oh, our answer. Sure. Exactly, perfect. Um, ship of the episode. Anya uh, and Sav. I guess. Anya and Sav. Sav's kind of a shithead. I know, but it. it's just because he's dumb. He's yeah. just a dumb boy. They're still cute, I guess. And they're so happy. The sticker book. The sticker Remember book. the sticker book. <laughs> he likes her sticker book. Um, all right. Moral. Stand up for what you believe in. Don't lie to people. I'll say, I don't know. You can grow as a person with while still being true to your core values. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. All right. <laughs> All right. Do we want to do grapevine? Yeah, we do. Um, um, Sean, we're going to have you do a review for us, <laughs> if you don't mind. Thank you do work for us. Um, okay, okay. Oh, I just got your text that says can't hear anything. <laughs> We sorted out our sound issues. Thank God. Uh, so we have one thing from Lee Matt at Melomatic and says, does Jane have a hair piercing? What's that dangly thing? Did I miss a bizarre 2000s trend? I mean, I don't know if it was a trend in life, but it was definitely a trend in TV and movies that like alt girls would have. Like it was like in Drive Me Crazy, um, Allie Larder's character always had like rings through her hair. And actually, it was something that, like, I think... I've never noticed I do not yeah. recall this. Yeah. And I, I own Drive Me Crazy on DVD, and I've seen it a bunch of times, and she definitely has rings <laughs> in her hair. Also, I think one of the Kardashian-Jenners did it recently, or someone did it recently. 
That just makes me think of those like hair wrap things that people would get when they went to vacation in like Mexico or something. Or, yeah. Like, the beads. Yeah, there'd be like a soccer ball bead in it or something. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah, no, it was like it. So I don't think it was like a thing in life, but it was definitely a thing in like some movies of a certain era. Sure. And like TV, I don't know. Um. All right. Well, we also have an email from Carly about this episode actually she like sent it prematurely so i wasn't totally sure what she was talking about before but now i do (laughs) so her subject line is never realized purple drink and badminton could coexist hey ladies so as a (laughs) high school and college cheerleader i have been forced yes forced to attend my fair share of sporting events besides the normal football and basketball games cheerleaders also had to make appearances at water polo field hockey wrestling lacrosse volleyball, swimming, and soccer games. Most of these were just once a year, but never have I ever been forced to cheer a badminton tournament. And yes, my high school did have badminton as a sport. At my school, badminton was for the people who could not play a sport. To be honest, I didn't talk to anyone that actually played badminton. They weren't the nerds in my AP classes, and they weren't athletes. They were just landed somewhere in the middle. I really don't understand what Degrassi's screenwriters were thinking when they wrote the episode. Let's have a badass badminton tournament. If we put hot girls in the episode, no one will realize that all these high school kids are showing up to watch badminton. They probably just <laughs> wanted an excuse to use the gym and couldn't think of another sport that the actors could realistically pull off. <laughs> I'm just really confused. Badminton is just a lot of people waving spatulas around trying to hit a mini rocket penis. It's actually called a shuttlecock, but I paraphrase. Everyone seems quite jazzed to be there and ecstatic when Degrassi wins. The Spirit Squad even put together a thigh stand for the episode. It's strange. As always, hashtag maybe it's different. Carly. So thank you, Carly. <laughs> Carly, I love you so much. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that, that her smart. school had badminton as a sport either, but I don't, yeah, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. Um, but we do have a review that we're going to, if Sean so chooses, we're going to see if you would like to give this person a fan fiction. No pressure. I think I can help you out. Okay. So this is from Bethany, who actually also emailed us, but we're going to read her email on a different day. But she says, um, I initially was going to request to not be shipped with anyone as I am 36 and being shipped with someone from the next generation would be, well, <laughs> creepy. But as an avid watcher of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High in the Dark Ages early 90s if i must be shipped i would ask to be shipped with one of my very first crushes joey jeremiah all right so there you go Sean. okay all right so it's a blustery canadian day <laughs> there's a thick malaise over the people of toronto and there's just that mood in the air that something is to go awry <laughs> you're in your car she's old old 96 honda civic You've got memories together, but you know your days are ending and that mileage ticker is just reaching that 200,000 mark. Then you hear, you're stranded. The winds are coming. A storm is blowing. You don't know what you're going to do. You get outside. Your tires popped. You're freaking out. You're stressing. But then you see a sign out of all the haze, and it says, what's Joey's car company name again? Jeremiah Motors. Jeremiah Motors. <laughs> so you bundle up and you trek through the snow and then you open the door and you see his smiling face and the overhead lighting just glistening off his bald head. <laughs> and you say, sir, I think my car is gone. He says, well, I'd always like to make some extra money. I'm a businessman after all, but you seem like you're having a hard day. Let's see if I can help you out. I got plenty of tires here. He goes out in the snow, jacks up your car, replaces your tire for you. You know, you're reaching for your wallet. You want to give him a tip, something for his time. He's such a nice guy. He goes, you hold on to your money. How about you just let me buy you a drink Saturday night? I've got somebody. Craig's watching Angela. I got to take care of him. You meet at the local watering hole. You make eyes at each other. A few, let's say, gin and tonics later. Why not? Your drink of choice. Things start to heat up. Start talking about maybe having a future together. What happens after that? 
is up to you. <laughs> but um, it is V sexual. <laughs> v sexual. I love it so that much. Beautiful. <laughs> Poetic. I love it. And I hope you love it too, Bethany, because I thought it was great. <laughs> we couldn't have done any better for sure. That was magic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. So thank you everybody for reaching out for the grapevine. Um, I guess I can do all of our plugs. If you would like to be featured, you can tweet at us at Degrassi pod or on Twitter or on Instagram at Degrassi pod or on Tumblr, whatever takes podcasts.tumblr.com. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. And if you're on iTunes, if you wanted to rate, subscribe and leave us a review, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, you too can receive an awesome fan fiction, possibly made up on the spot by Sean, probably by if us. <laughs> if you're lucky, exactly. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hollandtacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsex with a Z at the end. And Sean, would you like to plug any of your social media slash podcast? All right. Well, you- you can always follow me. That's right, me. I will accept you. At Sean P. Quigley. You can follow my podcast on Instagram at Hottest Girl in Class. You can follow us at Twitter, which we never use, at HGICpod. Or you can email us at class at gmail.com. And I think that's about it. And check out his podcast, Hottest Girl in Class, yes, yes. on oh, iTunes. Yes, listen to it. Don't, don't just write in. <laughs> Give it a listen. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe, all of that jazz. Um, and Kelsey, are you? What are you going to be recommending for the people today? Ooh, I have a good one. Okay, so, um, American Gods just came out on Stars. The second episode is airing tonight. Um, but the first one was amazing. I mean, I read the book a million times. It's one of my favorite books ever. It's really good. But it's just like. It's like perfectly cast and it's beautiful and I'm so happy and I just I'm so happy you guys because it's I'm excited to I watch just, that because like, Neil Gaiman oh. top five greatest writers I, of I the love last him so much I'm just he's fantastic have you read American Gods I started it just recently because I saw the show was coming out but I read like Sandman and I read a lot of like comic work he's done he's just unbelievable he's amazing but yeah um yeah. American Gods is like truly like the best um i it's so good it's so good and it's just like it's cast perfectly and it's like just visually like astounding <laughs> like i can't it's just i it's not often that you see a thing that was a book that you really loved like successfully made into like something watchable yeah. yeah you know like nothing is movies can sometimes do it tv very rare yeah, and like even like anything that has changed isn't changed in, like, and they modernized it, which I think is interesting. So like certain like some things have changed, but the main bit is like the same. But they modernized it a lot so that you can sort of, I don't know, but it like it works really well because also he Neil Gaiman is like working with the writers. He's like That's involved in every single step of what it is, and like because like the, he did an interview where there was this one scene where like they really wanted to make this one choice and he felt like and it would have like ruined the show and he felt so strongly against it he's like if you put this into this scene i walk and you don't have permission to like i I won't be a part of this we'll just throw this out (laughs) and i'm like you're so awesome so american gods on stars watch it also read the book because it's really good um i'm gonna recommend the newest season of catastrophe it's nice. all on Amazon Prime now. It's only like six episodes, 26 minutes each. I watched it all today. Um, and it's <laughs> hilarious. It's Rob Delaney and Shannon. Oh, I can... Horgan? Um, Hogan? Horgan? I can never remember her last name. It's hilarious. And everybody should watch it. Uh, Sean, what do you want to recommend? All right. Kelsey knows what I'm going to say. I do. <laughs> I just started watching Pretty Little Liars. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Now, <laughs> I'm set the scene for you. <laughs> you know, like, you know how guys are when they're sick and they just get really whiny? <laughs> I'm in bed. I'm whining. I got a tummy ache. My girlfriend goes, Sean, do you want to watch hot high school girls be dramatic? Will that make you feel better? <laughs> so I say yes. Now, a week later, I am very invested in this show. I love it. I love all of the inappropriate relationships. Totally hooked. I'm there. Amazing. How far are you? 
like I like just finished the first season of it. Okay. But cool. Whew, you're watching it just hell. in time because it's in its last season now. So you're gonna be able to binge like the entire series and have I know, it all I'm wrapped so up. I'm so happy about it. I'm so into it. Amazing. <laughs> Oh, that, that's where I'm at. Like, <laughs> I mean, that tracks for you. you you've watched all of Degrassi. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm it's ready like to the natural next, next step. step. Um, you should watch Riverdale next, which I'm a week behind on. Oh, my God, me too. But, yeah. I'm going to start watching that because I know it's coming on Netflix soon, so I figure I'll binge it then. There but you go. That's I thought perfect. the... Uh, they just released like a comic based on the show that I got that I picked up today. So I'm going to start reading that too. Cool. All right. Um, well, again, thank you so much, Sean, for being on the show. We always love always. having you. <laughs> um, and that's all we got for today. So goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. <laughs>